welcome once again to the Ebone Zone. I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 291st time as the countdown to 300 continues on this Friday, July 1st, 2022. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, part one in a novel review series on Rodman Philbrick's Freak the Mighty. Well, would you look at that? It's time for another novel review. This week we dive into a new story. Well, new to me at least. It's Norman Philbrick's Freak the Mighty. You know the deal by now. Chapter by chapter until we're all out of pages to turn. We'll take a look at chapters 1 through 5 this time around. What do you say let's get going? In chapter 1, we open on the narrator, who says he's never been that smart, but rather let a friend of his a guy that he calls Freak, do the talking because he's always had a disposition for fighting things out when he has problems. He's an angry little fella who doesn't like to be bothered. The sort of loner type. His family sends him to daycare to try and calm him down, but it doesn't exactly go as planned, given that any time anyone tries to show him any sort of kindness or affection, our speaker, who introduces himself as Kicker, starts dropping elbows like Macho Man Randy Savage and handing out snap kicks like Shawn Michaels. But in his first year of daycare, he meets... Freak, the main character, who walks on crutches and doesn't really cause much of a fuss. In fact, he's the only guy in class that Kicker doesn't outright beat up. Freak likes robots, and that's all Kicker knows about him until the third grade, when after a long while of not seeing each other, Max, the name that the rest of the world knows Kicker by, sees him on a bus going past. We find out that Max has a problem with his dad, and that his grandparents compare them a lot. And Max, of course, hears everything they say, even though they always stop the conversation just before he enters the room because little pictures have big ears. In Chapter 2, we fast forward to the summer before Max enters 8th grade. He's living in a basement in a room that his granddad built for him. He seems to think that his grandparents see him as dangerous. Maxwell, however, thinks of himself as a weirdo who doesn't do much. Oh yeah, and before we go any further, this dude is really sarcastic and angsty. It's kind of like if Green Day wrote a book. Keep note of that. He sees a moving van outside his house, and needless to say, he's a bit confused. His first theory is that some drugged-out guy who went to prison a while back is moving in again. But he waits a little longer and sees... Freak! That's got to mean he's moving next door. We find out his actual name is Kevin, and that he's equally as sarcastic and strange. In Chapter 3, Max goes back to his basement and starts thinking through his first interaction with Freak noticing through the window that he doesn't look too different from when he was in daycare. He starts dragging a radio flyer wagon under a tree to try and get something out from its branches. Max decides to help, but Freak is hardly in the mood at this point. The thing he was trying to get out of the tree was a plastic bird, and Max easily gets it for him. He asks Freak some questions about what exactly it is, and Freak says it's an ornithopter, which is basically a big word for a plastic bird of prey. Freak then asks Max where he lives, and he decides that instead of explaining, it's probably easier to just show him. With that, they make their way to the basement. In Chapter 4, they get to the basement, and Freak speculates on why Max calls his granddad Grim. The best he can figure is that his grandpa is a bit harsh and always negative. Max takes the opportunity to ask his new friend about his mom, and why he calls her Fair Gwen of Air, which, I'll agree, that does raise some questions. Apparently, he calls his mom that because of King Arthur. That's one of his favorite legends about an orphan who pulls a sword from a stone to become king. And if you're unaware of that story, don't worry. I'll link it in the description. 
At this point, we learn that Freak is very expressive, and Max says that when he's talking about something he's interested in, you can't take your eyes off him. He's really into robots, which might explain why he's attracted to knights, because in his eyes, they were ancient robots. We find out that the reason Max acts the way he does is because he's got a learning disability, so he doesn't read as often as Freak does because it's a bit tougher for him than the other kids he deals with daily. And later, Max hears Gwen calling for Kevin. That's Freak's mama. So Freak knows he's got to move. Max follows him out of the basement, much to the shock of Gwen, who picks her boy up, puts him in the wagon, and books it home. At first, Freak doesn't realize why she was so quick to hightail it and run, but Max knows all too well. She was scared of him. In Chapter 5, we learn that Max drifts off into his head a lot, creating worlds and scenarios that no one but him can see. Usually, he can lay under his bed where it's dark and easy to focus for as long as he wants, but not this time. His grandma is wondering where he is, so Max climbs out to see what's going on. She says that Gwen called and wants to say she's sorry because her reaction to Max was a bit overblown, and she's worried she's made him upset. So she invites him over to supper to make amends and give him a second chance. And of course, to say hey to Kevin again, because the best she can tell, the two get along great. And in response to this, ever the sarcastic middle schooler, Max pulls the Oh, but Grandma, do I have to? song and dance. But eventually he agrees, and when he gets to Freak's house, Gwen is really excited to see him. We find out that Gwen knew him when he was born. They lived in the same tenant housing. And it seems Gwen knows Max's dad as well and says that they're spitting images of each other, which upsets our main man, but not for long because then they have a great meal in the backyard with hot dogs and potato salad. They're getting on well, and just when the party's getting good, Max has to get home because his grandma gets nervous if her grandson's out after dark, and who could blame her? It can be scary out there sometimes. We also learn that he has a bit of a sadness problem. He doesn't know why, but he reveals that at night a sort of depression hits him. He's generally happy, but sometimes he starts crying and can't stop. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.